Turtle calm, turtle calm Replace my rage with your calm Take me back where I belong Back when my life had hope Alex and Tim lend their voice To old Splinter and the boys Tell us tales of turtle toys And Pat Fraley's quips and quotes Cover me with toxic goes I've got nothing left to lose Give me Bebop, keep the booze Cause he's my favorite swine Turtle cum, turtle cum Two kilos of turtle cum If you teach me what I want Then April could be mine <laughs> Greetings, turtle cum listeners Yo Yo, this is the turtle comp. Yo, yo, welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was our, that was at Muppet Studios dinosaur rendition of yeah. our theme song. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was great. <laughs> uh, we are your host, the famous Tim Smith and Daleks the Growling Toad. <laughs> which works perfectly for our episode of the yeah! Uh, if you're listening to this, you found us on iTunes or our Facebook page. Basically. Or you're incredibly resourceful and went out and discovered us of your own volition. <laughs> Just by talking to people on the streets. Yeah. Hey, you guys hear about all that stuff what's happening on the internet and iTunes? Hey, what's the best part of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bunch of crackheads going, what's your favorite RSS feed? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. They all sound like the frogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. We could have any sort of thing we want. I already listened to all that Night Vale stuff. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, if you like us on your MP3 player, why not follow us online? And one of our various ways with Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Instagram. Instagram, that's the one. <laughs> the German version of <laughs> un- Instagram. Instagram. Oh, the <laughs> Americans love Instagram. <laughs> It's sexy time is better than Instagram. There's like four or five umlauts <laughs> in that word alone. It's great. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna get jumping into everything today because I don't know. We've just been uh, lollygagging. Yeah, we had lately. some real, real, some real slow uh, take on that last one, the last uh, episode we did. Yes, and even our ear intro for the interview was a little. Oh boy, you guys are in for a real doozy. <laughs> Please check out our supplemental interview with co-creator of. Ninja Turtles, Kevin Eastman. Kevin Eastman. Uh, joining us today in the studio by his lonesome. He's Han Soloing it today. Jed Williams. <laughs> <laughs> the ever evolving intro yeah. is incredible. So. Well, hello, everybody. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming back, I dude. Really appreciate it. Yeah. It's great to hang out with you and racism on a, a Saturday morning. <laughs> They go hand in hand. Well, they do, apparently. Yeah. All the time. Who knew? This episode's full of it. Well, pockets of it. It's fun. Go check it out. <laughs> Pocket full of rainbows and races. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, Lord. Actually, that is so true. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Both of those. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, well done, Tim. Um... <laughs> Anything new going on with you to, um, lately, Kev? Uh, uh, trying out a new voice. Okay. Yeah, just for <laughs> everyday my, life. Do you want to share it with us? Uh, it goes a little something like this. <laughs> uh, what's going on? Hey, uh, who does that sound like? <laughs> who does that sound like? If you could think of any celebrity. Can I have it? So if like, I was going to talk like this, it'd probably sound more something like this. It's like Just a, throw it out there. It's Who, like a meaner Alec Baldwin. Ooh, a close, a close. 
Think Amy Poehler, ex-husband. Oh, of course. Alan Thicke. Yes. (laughs) Her early marriage to Alan Thicke lasted only 78 hours, actually. No, it's uh, it's a Will Arnett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do. As Batman-y. It makes sense. I just tried it. Last night, I was watching Blades of Glory, and oh my God. there's a lot of good moments in that movie. I'll be honest, never seen it. Really? Yeah, never seen it's it. It's 90 minutes of just bullshit. <laughs> there is no story there. It's just really? hilarious. Isn't it? That was the there Will- is, but it's like just so ridiculous. That was the Will Ferrell John Heater one, right? Yeah. Yes, John Heater is a terrible, terrible actor. Outside of the Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite, obviously, uh, but yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell, hilarious though. You know, it's funny. This was our reunion episode, and they just did a Napoleon Dynamite reunion with some of the cast members, mm-hmm. as they erected a statue in Idaho. Of Napo- <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it. That's up. That's amazing. I really like him in that. I, I think oh, he's a, probably the nicest person on the planet. That's too, the but, only thing he yeah. should have ever done. Though. That's, that's so the funny. problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I have to show you this picture as I. Well, it makes sense that they would erect a statue in a town where nothing ever happened. I'm guessing. You just said erected a statue, and I can't stop laughing. Whoa. <laughs> What? That is a statue. Wow. And then everybody showed up for it, including Whoa. my favorite, Diedrich Bader. Oh, he's so good. Rex Quando. Rex Quando and Diedrich Bader showed up. Whoa, is that LaFonda. a Fonda's? Yeah, she came out. Kind of smoking. No, no, no. Well, who's really smoking? Yeah. Uh, Deb. Deb. Deb, his wow. girlfriend. Or the girl that was supposed to be kind of his girlfriend. Yeah. Starla's having a real hard time right here. Yeah. <laughs> she oh. slimmed down. She oh, was yoked. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she was yeah, pretty yeah. yoked a little bit. Yeah, she looks like she's in much better shape. And Matt, who, what's the beard? Doing oh, that's, that's that Jared Hess, yeah, the, Hess, the director. Yeah, okay. that's a big yeah. beard. Yeah, but, man. Uh, yeah, was it? Yeah, he looks. He looks like just a decent guy. He's probably a super nice guy. I just, I'm not a huge fan of School Anything. for Scoundrels. What was that? Uh, oh, what yeah. was that one uh, with Billy Bob Thornton? He did, I think, too. Oh, Mr. Woodcut, Mr. Woodcock, or something, yeah. wasn't he in that? Is that so. Bench Warmers? Yeah, Benchwarmers. I was in that movie. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> really? I was in it. Yep, it's well, not it was good. A, a Rob Schneider star movie, right? Uh, it was yeah, Rob Rob Schneider, David Spade, and John Heater. Oh wow! Nicest people, very very nice people on on set and everything. Oh, super bet. super cool, but. Just yeah, not a good dumb. movie. That yeah. should not have been made, or it should have been made differently. Nick Swartzen wrote, I believe, or co-wrote it, uh, and he also was directing kind of our scenes and stuff. Super awesome guy too, but just that whole group. I feel can like do better. I know they're Swartzen, like yeah. I mean, because I just think of uh, Grandma's Boy. Oh gosh, it's so good. It's a, yeah. Did he write that? Movie. But again, that's a movie that just kind of falls apart at the end. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like it's an hour of awesome video game jokes and, and just yeah. Revelry, but uh, yeah, the end is just like, oh yeah, we gotta find a way to finish this movie here. We got, we got, we only got about twenty minutes left to wrap it all up. I've never seen that one either. I've uh, actually, yeah, I've never seen anything good. I'm sorry. Working in the video game world, uh, I told Jed earlier. I I worked as a video game tester for one title. Uh, it was like I think it was a WWE title back in 2010. Oh, slam a slam! <laughs> and I think Grandma's Boy came out like two, three years before or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, people there actually knew the people because I guess they filmed it at Activision. 
in their studios, but uh, they're just like it was going around and around and around. Like, oh yeah, there's a poster of it. Everybody talks about it just because it's just like this is no nothing like what video game. Is. Yeah, <laughs> video game testing sucks beyond belief. Yeah, uh, it's balls. And like yeah. the, the thought of taking a video game system home to work on it, uh, work on your title at home, impossible. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they would that would never happen. <laughs> And the thought, oh, I fixed all the bugs overnight. No, nope, no, you didn't. Yeah. In that t- in that title, we fixed. We wrote, I think, six to eight thousand bug reports. Oh my gosh! And that was the smallest amount of bug reports they'd had in four years. <laughs> that's that's my favorite part of video games now is finding glitches and just like mm. it, to me that's my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, if you if you turn him just this way, it looks like he's got a bony. <laughs> Oh, uh, you, you have no idea. There's a there is a character creator on that on that game. Character creator and uh, oh yeah. And the funniest thing that they was just like, okay, we got to break this. We got to break this. How can we break this? So the character, the guys um, in that area who were working on that particular aspect of the game, uh, just kept on finding ways to make the wrestlers naked. Uh, yeah. Give them like a flesh toned bikini, uh, <laughs> and they just add some tattoos or patches that look like nipples. Uh, <laughs> oh, genius! Uh, different things like that. Oh, and then one time, I remember this is the funniest thing in the world for me because he did it like all day, all day. He uh, he kept on zooming in on one of the characters' um, armpits, uh, and we're like, he go, "Hey Jess, hey Jess." Every time she'd walk by, she was like a supervisor. Hey Jess, yeah. what is it? Is it a butthole? Is it a butthole? <laughs> and he's like, nope, nope, it's an armpit. And she's like, very funny, very funny, though. Okay. And then you come back, she come back, what is it? Is it an armpit? Is it an armpit? <laughs> nope, it's a butthole. <laughs> just kind of over and over. That was his favorite game to play <laughs> for nine hours. <laughs> Anytime our supervisor. What was this by. title called? Uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. Was that the one that Daryl did a bunch of character creations for? Uh, I believe that was the 2K series. Okay. Uh, that was after yeah. THQ Bishop He created a midget Triple H. <laughs> uh, a midget Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah. See, so. I was more big, like, I made, uh, I made a, a full-size Naruto uh, I made yeah. and like a few other Naruto characters. But okay. then I was also was prone to making um, Private Vasquez from Aliens. Wow. I was oh. Making her because she was really easy to make, but the uh, the creator there, like, there was just like, yeah, you can make whatever wrestler you you know character you wanted to because it was pretty customizable even way back then. Yeah. Uh, now you it's whatever you want pretty much. That's so good. It's so good. Didn't he create like a meat person or something, or just like a pink like walk? Or, I, I remember seeing like an image of of a character he created. Me like that's not even a human. <laughs> that sounds like Daryl's. That's just his brain. Yeah. That's how he sees the world. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But I think it's about that time. Now. Yeah, I think we better hit the old button. Jun 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 jun. It's time for comments and corrections. Welcome. Bam. This week, I didn't do a whole lot of research, I'm not going to lie. I didn't either. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I will comment and correct this. I bought the toilet paper I said I needed to. Okay, done. <laughs> <laughs> Inquiring minds needed to know. Needed to know that I did that. you corrected a mishap in your household, so that is both a comment and a correction. <laughs> Very apt, Alex. Very apt. Just trying to do the thing I'm supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
This week, uh, what I what I wanted to talk about was you made a comment last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I know where this case, is going. Uh, you said armadillos are stupid. They're wicked Ooh. stupid. Uh, <laughs> so here's here's uh, there is an article. I guess it's an article. It's like a response from by Harold Baker wrote in. Harold, to, uh, oh my! Wrote into DeepSouthDistrict.org. What? <laughs> and he wrote a, a story about how uh, he, yeah, he outwitted some armadillos. <laughs> his first his thesis was: some people think armadillos are stupid, but they are simply have an extremely poor eyesight. Oh uh, yes, that's true. Are they nocturnal? Probably. Well, I do see them out during the day, but they probably are more active at night. Okay. Yeah. But uh, essentially, the, the the bulk of this article was just saying that he they kept on going into his garden and burrowing these big holes, which I guess is a problem in Florida. Uh, and so, <laughs> Florida. Oh, my oh God. gosh. The problems that Florida has, this is the smallest. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was interesting because he kept on saying like they tried trapping them, they tried uh, using worms as bait to keep them out of there. Uh, ultimately, it came down to them having to put up electric fence around the garden. Wow! Uh, and that eventually worked after one of the armadillos fried the back of their heads really hard. What? Oh! But it was like these guys are very, very smart, crafty little creatures. So it's yeah, it's more of a method of uh, a matter of them just not being able to see well, I guess. Uh, but here are some armadillo facts. I looked up on another site. Uh, it was, yeah, weirdfacts.com. Armadillos, you were talking about sleep. Armadillos get on average uh, an average of 18 and a half hours of sleep per day. Wow. I mean, they're really not yeah. awake at all, really. They are hairless cats. Yeah. <laughs> hairless, thick, leathery cats. Uh, <laughs> there are 20 different species of armadillos, including including what I found what? kind of weird. Oh, I guess it t- got rid of the picture of it. I think it was like, a, there's fairy armadillos. What? What? I, I got really excited. I was just Are they like, weak against steel type? <laughs> Can I put them in a Pokeball? <laughs> uh, they look they look a lot smaller than normal armadillos. Do they crap fairy dust? Or? <laughs> they're, kind of, they're kind of pink. They almost look like you're Whoa. looking at a, a fillet of salmon when they're walking along the ground. That's completely weird. Yeah. They also have wings. No. no, they don't need mm-hmm. wings. They have the thick, think, leathery hide. I think the the thing that made them fairyish was like that they're kind of pink and, and I guess girly. I don't know. Is that the idea? <laughs> is that, is, they're all know. ladies. How do they reproduce? Nobody knows. Maybe the yeah, <laughs> mysteries of science, guys. I, I mysteries hope, of science. Okay. I just want them to be magic. <laughs> That's what I want. Can I tell you an honest story? I was hesitant to tell it last time. Uh, you, you guys will forgive me, but there may be some listeners who don't. The reason that armadillos are stupid to me is mm. that uh, they are everywhere in Texas. And hmm. my friend growing up, Casey Smith, hello, thank you for listening, Casey, is from Texas. And we drove down there, I think, the summer after his senior year of college, uh, high school. And down there, <laughs> whose vehicle were we in? I thought it was his car, but I, it couldn't have been. We were driving something, probably a truck. We had we had driven over top of an armadillo, and I don't know it or not known it, I can't remember... But I heard a thump, and like the armadillo got scared and just jumped straight up and hit it, like hit itself and knocked itself out underneath the car. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whoa. That happened. Yeah, that's what one of the things here it says. Oh. 
when an armadillo is frightened, it jumps straight into the air. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, they jump. <laughs> I just knock itself right out. <laughs> I think the idea is they do that so that they, they can ball up, jump up, ball up, and roll away. As a ball. Like, because, you know, that's where their protection comes from, is their shell. Oh, that's so funny. There needs yeah. to be an armadillo movie, like, voiced by a Morgan Freeman or someone else. <laughs> Like a Billy Bob Thornton or let's, something. Let's oh man, I dig, I dig that. Let's finally make a Mega Man movie, but not face it. Focus it on Mega Man. Let's focus it on Armored Ar- Armadillo. Armored yeah, Armadillo. Yeah. Mega Man X. X. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. It was a great um, game. Super Nintendo. Woohoo! Uh, going back to locations, let's just move on to the second thing I wanted to talk about. Florida. Oh my gosh. Florida. Oh, so the problems like, therein. I was trying to. I was like, okay, okay, okay. We've been kind of cracking on it, but uh, rather than look up what 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 is terrible about Florida, because it's kind of an easy target. Um, target. I tried to <laughs> look up. Okay, what's great about Florida? Yeah, and what'd you find? <laughs> <laughs> Things that can go both ways. Really. Okay. Uh, this was <laughs> um, uh, that picture alone. Just a lot of meth heads. Uh, that's what I was seeing right there. Uh, this is from the Huffington Post. I mean, uh, it's a swampland, guys. People went and inhabited a swampland. What did we expect was going to happen? Not a recount. <laughs> Tell you that. Zazang. Uh, <laughs> number one on the Huffington Post, um, 27 things, 23 what? reasons Florida, yes, Florida is great, is... Uh, I already every, disagree with this first one. <laughs> everyone is jealous of Florida's weather. It, Not, nope. Nope, no. No, no, no. It says, rain, uh, was it... It's very comfortable temperatures ranging from the 60s at the lowest to the high 70s, but this is in reference to it in the winter. It was just like, well, yeah. yeah, same thing with Southern California. Southern California is wonderful in the winter, but like nine months out of the year, it sucks. Yeah, and in, in yeah. Southern California, we don't have a humidity factor of 4,000%. <laughs> like, we're, we're keeping it real we're, chill, like around like 7%. It's great. Yeah. You're not swimming through the air. I guess if you can commute, I mean, if you can do the sort of like the seasonal, like like birds fly down there for the winter from New York and then fly back up, do it. Yeah, there are yeah. a lot of people that do that. Snowbirds. Yeah, those but, are people that travel. If you're, you know, the rest seasonally. If you're not part of the one percent, <laughs> you're out of luck. Yeah. Uh, Miami is the only major American city founded by a woman. I just don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> really. Like, I'm just, like, unfortunate, so unfortunate that it had to be Miami. Couldn't it have been St. Louis, uh, some other major city that just... (sighs) Miami. But can we get a little bit more backstory here now? I feel like i got to know. How was... Uh, Okay, in 1875, Julia Turtle, no, Tuttle, uh, (laughs) first laid eyes on Miami when her father moved into the area as a homesteader. Tuttle decided to move to Miami herself and bought hundreds of acres of land. Miami officially became a destination when she convinced multimillionaire Henry M. Flagler to extend his East Coast Railroad line to the area. Tuttle believed that the Miami area had the potential to become a great city that would act as a trade center between North America and South America, and she was right. Okay, I'm just going to... the cocaine business thanks her. (laughs) In tandem with, uh, in, uh, in conjunction with Colombia, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything else here is just kind of just bullshit, really. It's just like a Florida, Cape Canaveral. Cap, Cape Canaveral, okay. Yep. Florida has, like, every single one of these articles notes Publix for oh, some reason. Have you ever been to a Publix? I'm it's not, just a grocery store. Yeah, yeah, it's just oh, a grocery store. Huh? And the funny thing about uh, Florida, uh, and we might have to comment and correct this, but you can't, I don't think you can buy hard liquor in grocery stores, so they have a Publix liquor now. Uh, where you and there's like I think there's also a Walmart liquor. 
in Florida. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I don't make this crap up. Wow. Um, because well, apparently they have weird laws, like they don't have state tax in Florida. Wow. Really? I don't even know why. That's... I, I guess that's good. Uh, Miami Heat was on the on the list. Well, like, well that's okay. just pull. That's just pushing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the rest of the stuff with Florida was just kind of just uh, duh. Of course. I have an interesting fact about Florida. My uh, second cousins own a chocolate factory in Florida, huh. in uh, St. Augustine. Have you ever seen those uh, those orange balls that you, yeah. you break and they turn into like an orange slices? Sure. They actually invented oranges? that. <laughs> they're chocolate. Uh oh. They're, they're they're sold more seasonally they though. Grow closer to they grow on trees. My yeah, my cousins invented no. the chocolate tree, the chocolate orange tree. Oh, those um, are good. I like yeah, they're not bad, but that's kind of their claim to fame is that they invented uh, that. And my second cousin, he he created this moving part that works in the machine that does like the whole chocolate chopper chopper thing. Yeah, I don't I don't even know. It's so technical and way okay. over my head, but. That's kind of their claim to fame, and apparently they're doing okay. Yeah, I should think so. People love those. Yeah, they're great. I'm, I enjoy eating chocolate slices of oranges. <laughs> orange, oranges and orange juice stand out as being Pile soda. Was it the Disney World course? Ugh, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, noted. I thought it was just so stupid. Cuban sandwiches. It's like you can't get a Cuban sandwich anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Portos, Portos in Burbank. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. And yes, then, yes, done the Epcot yeah. thing. What's the Epcot Center biz? Never Is it been. cool? I've been a couple times when I was younger. My family would go every summer down to the Florida area. So I have, I mean, yes, obviously I have built up aggression towards Florida because of those family trips. Um, <laughs> no, actually, they were great. Uh, but it's like, having experienced Florida enough, it's like... yeah. It rains like every day in most areas of it. Yeah. You know, even just for like a little bit, and you're like, well, I'm wet now. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't already completely soaking, but now I'm definitely. <laughs> they put oh. that in here as like as like a positive. There's like it only rains for a few hours at a time, but you never know when it's gonna do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's just gonna like attack. It's gonna you're gonna get rain raped. Like, <laughs> um, what were we talking about? <laughs> well, the old Epcot. Epcot. Oh, Epcot's weird because it's like, and I haven't been in a lot of years now, but it's like. You know, there's the big ball, which I don't understand. It's like the world spaceship or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get what that's all about. But it's like got all these different pockets of like the world, and it's like go over here, and it's like Germany, or go over here, and it's like hmm. Asia and Japan and all that stuff. Actually, I think... You sound really excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a kid, though, I think I really liked it. And this is why. I think there was one summer where I we went, and I got this purple dragon named Figment. I don't know if you guys remember <laughs> Figment. I loved Figment, and huh? Figment's imagination was like some like thing. I don't remember that. Ah, well, we'll comment and correct it next week. Right. Um, but it was like he was some animated dragon, and I don't. That's all I got. It was wow. awesome, and I had this plush stuffed Figment toy for years. Yeah, but I associate that. Epcot solely with him. I don't know anything okay. else about it. Yeah, and no, <laughs> no trips to the Nickelodeon Studios. Studios. I don't think. We Which have... is now just like some office building. What? Yeah. Remember? No, we did go to it one time. I don't know what they were really? filming there, but we were like, it's probably Dare. Yeah, it's probably Double Dare or What Would You Do? No, it was a set. It was almost it almost kinda looked like blues clues, but I don't I think I was huh. too old for that. Yeah. You didn't know. get slimed? Mm. I did not get slimed. Mm. I know. Uh lastly, they point out uh key lime pie. Named after Key West, I guess. I am fine with key lime pie. Oh, I have an uncle who's serving time in Key West. 
Oh, oh God! Yeah. Really? Yeah. There's, there's a prison there. It's a smooth transition, right? Wait, it's big enough for a prison. I know he lives there, so maybe I don't know if it's like ultra white collar crime or something. I'm sure it was the, just the most white trash thing that's ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, white trash or white collar? Uh, those are, two those are two completely different <laughs> things. <laughs> oh, look at that! Manatee. manatee and manatees. Don't forget about manatees. <laughs> yes, yeah. the speed bumps of the ocean. Mm. That was comments and corrections. That was comments and corrections. All right. Jumping into our episode, Michael Reeves' Spectacular Invasion of the Punk Frogs. Which I still don't understand this title, whatever. They're not invading anything. If anything, Shredder's invading their world. Yeah. uh, Of Florida. (laughs) (laughs) I noticed also in the... the, uh, I haven't made this comment before, but in the opening credits, uh, I noticed that in the background, I think it was where Raph is, you know, being cool but rude, there's an I Heart New York um, framed picture. What? Yeah. I've never seen that before. It's just kind of, yeah, it's just off in the background. Some artist just probably put it in there as a backdrop. Like identical to what you'd see on the white t-shirts? It, it was like framed, like it was on the wall. Hmm. So it's just kind of like, okay, just, just in case you forget, this is in New York. Yeah. <laughs> New York tours. Because there aren't people in the streets, so we just really, you know, there it is. It New York. Picking up from where we left off, we were at a commercial break right when uh, Shredder essentially introduces the frogs in their, I guess, the the, the state that they're going to be. They have their clothes, they have their weapons, they're all they're all set up. Yes, he's taken them from their natural habitat in the Florida swamps of the mm-hmm. Okefenokee, and he's now transplanted them to the swamps of New York, a.k.a. the sewers. The sewers. <laughs> uh, and he gives them gives them names the same way Splinter gave the turtles names, mm-hmm. but these are after his favorite like conquerors: mm-hmm. Attila the Frog, Genghis Frog, Rasputin the Mad Frog, and Napoleon Bonafrog. Yes, it is fun to note that two of these people, uh, two of these frogs, are played by people who we love. One is Townsend Coleman, mm-hmm. also the voice of Michelangelo, and one is Jim Cummings. And I forgot who the other two are. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Townsend might be Genghis Frog, and um, I think Jim Cummings was Napoleon Bonafrog. That might be inverted. That huh. might be totally wrong. Huh. There you go. <laughs> uh, Attila has a Flava Flav necklace. Yeah, yeah, he does. I saw that. I caught that. They all have different shapes, but his is a circle, so it looks kind of like the clock. <laughs> uh, but at this point, Shredder has already given them weapons and have, apparently has lightning fast trained them yeah. the way he does. Yeah. Like, say what you will about him as being a bad guy or anything, but he is the greatest teacher of, of self-defense. or Sure. Or, He's like a real-life Matrix program. Yeah. <laughs> you upload it within a minute or so. Yeah. What I was thinking probably happened was, I can't remember which movie this was, but maybe on the flight back, he like put these things on their faces that made them watch just a bunch of violence and like brainwashed them that way. I don't think it would have taken root. <laughs> I really don't think it would have because when he introduces them, they all have the happiest looks on their face, don't they? And one of them like waves at Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> yeah, but except for Napoleon, the like the last one, he just has a blank look on his face. Like they didn't animate him at all. He's just kind of <laughs> just his brain is just. Kind of <laughs> I I want to know what the purpose behind the direction that the the voice director gave for these particular characters because it's just mm, how do I say it special? <laughs> it's like a little bit special. A little bit special. Um, huh. I had my friend and coworker listen to it because I was like, I feel like this is a little bit racist, and she was like, No, they just sound a little bit gay. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, not. <laughs> they sound a little bit effeminate. Yeah. Effeminate. She was like, no, they just sound. Gay. <laughs> but yeah, they do have like a weird kind of like, well, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, I just. I'm so at home and swamp with my boys. <laughs> <laughs> Not hey that. there, stranger. Let's get in your boat while we're all naked. <laughs> yeah, I know. They had no clothes, and then they had. Uh, they had like Guido shirts on. <laughs> yeah. The chains didn't help. Yeah. yeah. I guess it makes sense though. They have all this like flashy clothes, these oh. chains. I was like, that might be Key West gay. I don't know. If I that, think it is. That might be in vogue. They were definitely like muscly shirts because huh. they're so small, and, and they those have little shorts. Huge muscular chests. Yeah. And yeah, and little Daisy Duke shorts. <laughs> yeah. They were they were showing off their physique. Well, at least Shredder was showing off their physique yeah, for them, which makes sense because we've always we've always talked about how consumed with uh, his body his image, and image yeah. he is. Hmm. So he wants to have muscly humanoids in in short shorts and muscle shirts. Follow him around. <laughs> around. I get it. I get it. Okay. Awesome job, Shredder. Uh, April alerts the turtles that the frogs are executing a crime wave in their name, uh, and the police have a special mohawk captain, Captain Hoffman, mm-hmm. to head up the anti-turtle squad. Hmm. Which I love that there's just a circle with a line through it and a turtle underneath. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of their emblem. It's yeah, just, it's like oh, anti-turtles. Anti-turtle. Uh, what's it? Pizzas are like rubber tortillas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, when Michelangelo's eating one, yeah, 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 and then it just like snaps back and like splits into a billion pieces on his face. And he's yeah, he's talking, <laughs> but but his lips are just full of pizza. Like he's not he's not talking at all, but his voice is magically just he's thought projecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow because he's busy eating. Did you guys see the money bags that they were carrying? The frogs. Oh uh, yeah. I wish they gave money out like that, where they That'd had a really bag fun. of money and there's a giant dollar sign, <laughs> so people know what you're working with. Yeah, I would prefer that at the end of like a two week pay period. <laughs> here, here, like here's a small bag of gold coins with a money <laughs> with a, a, a dollar sign on it. But it'd be really it'd suck a lot if like you go on Friday uh, to go pick up your your pay sack. And they're like, oh, but hold on. And then, uh, like, a government agent walks in and, like, takes out their cut <laughs> from your pay sack before you get it. And you're like, gosh, damn it. Like, my 25%. <laughs> and then just leaves. It's like, ah, government uh, agency. <laughs> and every week it's, like, a different agency. It's yep. like the CIA comes in one week. It's, like, Department of Motor Transportation. I kind of wish we had that in real life. It's like, uh, it's, yeah, it's like some just a-hole like, <laughs> muscular guy who's standing there at all times that anytime you do a transaction anytime money's coming or going he just goes hold on a sec and he just grabs what the go- like the 10% the, the 9.995% or whatever it is, like, for sales tax or, or property tax or all that sort of stuff and just takes it just so you're aware just to be reminded yeah where you live <laughs> <laughs> it's so discreet right now. They just kind of incorporated into things. But if that happened, oh, would there be an uprising? I think, it, yeah, there shouldn't even be a percentage. It should just be whatever his big meat hooks can grab. <laughs> just like a meat hook or the handful of it. Yeah, the five finger percentage. You know, that's what we go for. Or everything should be labeled on a bag. Whatever it is, whether it's money or you go to the grocery store for. You know, food or <laughs> sickness or condoms or whatever should always be labeled whatever you're carrying. Yeah, just bag of just generic block letters condoms. 
<laughs> I buy them by the bag. Yes, by the bag. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, was it the turtles run from? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just running a little long on that. Uh, yeah, Shredder congratulates the frogs and calls Krang for more mutagen, but only gets the ingredients. Yep. Well. Uh, recipe. Oh, and I forgot. They can just synthesize mutagen. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> What, what's the holdup, guys? Like, you have weapons and guns. Go loot. Yeah, we've, we've been through, like, what? Like, 13 episodes from the, the genesis of this TV show, and they're just now been like, hey, maybe we should make some more mutagen. <laughs> <laughs> well, and by the way, Nile Channeling is very oh, rare. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very rare. So rare that it's not real. <laughs> it's only found in Florida? Is that, the, <laughs> is that how rare? Yeah, it's actually <laughs> synthesized from some of their soil. <laughs> Uh, it's just club sweat from, <laughs> from like all the clubs in Miami. <laughs> That's what Miami was built for. Clubbing. Uh, oh, man. Shredder sends the frogs out to steal the ingredients and to go to the Mallory chemical plant. And the turtles confront the frogs, but they get away with a flash arrow. And they, when they confront them, it's the funniest thing ever. It's like all of a sudden they just turn on the lights and they're all just like, everybody screams because they're, ah, you frogs! Ah, you're turtles! <laughs> I was just shocked for a moment. But yeah, which one of the which one of the frogs has the the arsenal of the the different kind of like Hawkeye style arrows that I he uses? Believe it's Rasputin. Okay. Who, who, like in the last scene, I just called him Green Poop Face because <laughs> his animation was so frumpy. Yeah, <laughs> Green <laughs> Poop Face. Green Poop Face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, he, he shoots up a flash arrow. Which is equivalent to the light arrow in the Legend of Zelda universe. Oh, yeah. oh. If you're def- if you're trying to destroy Ganon, whatever, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and they get away with that. Yeah. And they hop away. I love how they do that. It's like, apparently they can leap like 16 feet per bound or something. Just... They're like old school Superman, mm-hmm. you know, before he had the flying like battle power. toads, yeah. Oh, dude. Yep. I hate that game. I love and hate that game. Yeah. <laughs> I loved playing it because I loved the idea of battle toads because mutant, like, bipedal humanoid toads is awesome. But yeah. the game is too hard. <laughs> yeah, that, the, what's the battle toads and double dragon? Yeah. That was okay. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But there was no punk frogs game, unfortunately. Uh, no. Didn't we play some double dragon at your birthday? Over yes, at, uh, we did. 82? That was yeah. great. Oh, I, I thought they were the Baldwin brothers. Yes. That's what I was. <laughs> they kind of look like them. Yeah. <laughs> In red and blue costumes. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's so funny. This is, again, Alec and Stephen Baldwin that we're talking about. Not Billy. Forget Billy! <laughs> Just peeked out on that. Good. Yeah, forget Billy. <laughs> Bimmy and Jimmy. He has no place here. I'm going to continue to eat this maple bar okay. as we finish. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, what is amazing, though, in this scene is that Donnie puts together Shredder's plan from the stolen ingredients. Right. <laughs> Apparently, Donnie figured out, oh, that's how you make mutagen. Just based on, oh, yeah. Well, then why don't you make some mutagen yourself, Donnie? Hyperintuitive, like Sherlock style. Um, I don't know if we skipped it already, but at one point, one of the frogs, I just felt like it was a PSA for mutants. Like, being a mutant sure is tough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Show is tough. This is the one where he goes, Master Shredder knows bad. <laughs> yeah, I think they were in a moment where they were conflicted. They were like, I don't know. This feels wrong, but he's telling us to do this. And I think that was his response yeah. to that quandary he found himself in. Well, that's what I like about the show, that it remains that moral compass. <laughs> you keep that edge of there's got to be some lesson learned. Mm. I like it. 
No. I think it's a, a proper thing to talk about mutagens. Right? <laughs> mutagens. Uh oh. So be 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 easy on the next mutant you run into, okay? Right? It's hard being a mutant. It's hard being a mutant. <laughs> yeah. Show sure is. Especially when you sound like this. Yesterday we were just frogs sitting in a pool of water. Today we learned how to, <laughs> to use this battle axe and this arrow and and I have a perfectly English speaking voice. And I can <laughs> color coordinate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, April helps the turtles, and Irma is still obsessed with the turtles. Uh, uh, Jed is still hot for I Irma. I am so hot for Irma. Yeah. <laughs> it's that loose sweater, I think. I know, man. It's that baggy sweater. I thought it was the glasses that you were saying something about. The, the, I, I yeah, was the, I was the, no, the glasses, too. Yeah. <laughs> Large two, framed glasses. Two large window panes on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Straight off of a Dodge Caravan. <laughs> just the side panel, like. Uh, you know, just well, I, just, I just think of like uh, Optimus Prime, like the the semi truck, like mm. the two big. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's on her face. Mm. Face like a semi truck. <laughs> <laughs> but the mysteries that lie under that sweater are worth it, man. I know. <laughs> Shredder discovers he's missing the niatrenaline, but the frogs are resistant to go get it. Uh, oh, so many close-up face shots. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah. One like yeah. that one time that they like zoomed in on Shredder. It was like really going for. It was like they didn't like want to waste a single. No. I think they just were phoning in the animation at that point. They're like, oh, let's not show everything. Let's if we just show their face real close. We don't have to have a backdrop. We don't have to. Yeah. Have to do that. We can just. Like, there's a part where it's, I think it's just Donnie's eyes, and he's just talking. <laughs> That's yeah. totally true. I guess they probably blew their budget at the beginning of the episode with all that, you know... Florida stuff? <laughs> <laughs> the location shoots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Florida put in a pitch to, like, sell itself a little more. And like, tourism yeah. board, oh my god, this is a hit show. Let's yeah, get ourselves exactly. in there. Get, get in there. <laughs> well, the funny thing was is that even the the tourist mom was like, you said that... Florida was cheaper. We were supposed to go to Hawaii. I was like, okay. Yeah. So they're even like mm. lobbing a ball like, oh, Florida's subliminally. Florida's cheaper than Hawaii. It is cheaper. Yeah. Vacation destination. <laughs> try <laughs> Florida this weekend. The, try the swamps in Florida. Mm-hmm. April interview, she gets sent out by <laughs> Byrne to interview Captain Hoffman with his mohawk and cyclops sunglasses. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out who they were homaging slash ripping off with it's this like, guy. It kind of feels like RoboCop without him being a RoboCop. You know, I don't know. RoboCop meets Duffman? Kind of. guy from X-Men? He was like a, like well, an alien like from the Phoenix Saga. He was kind of like... Corsar? Yeah, no. He had like a red red cape, and he had a mohawk, and he had blue. Oh, gladiator! Skin. Gladiator! Mm. I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that guy. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know if gladiator is part of the Shi'ar Empire or where. I don't know what I race was he like, was. Yeah, he was like like bodyguard for the Shi'an or captain for, of the guard for the Shi'ar Empire. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's <laughs> the only one I could think of because like he just looks like a bunch of different pieces from eighty pop culture. Yeah. Just, Tied together. Max so. Headroom and oh my god, Max Headroom, yes. Uh, <sighs> wow. But the, oh, the turtles get the drop on the frogs um, from their blimp. Classic turtle blimp. A moment, and Hoffman attacks both of them with a freeze ray. 
I mean, with a freeze tank in Ice Cube's The Frogs. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five guys in a tank. Uh, that's one thing I put down there. I don't know why. Frogsicles. Frogsicles? <laughs> oh, oh one th- yeah, this is one thing that bothered me. Is there's no wheels on the glider. How does it land? Is it just scraping the bottom of the jets or whatever? I think every so, How do they retrieve the uh, the blimp this, the, once they attach from it? It can apparently take off from the ground, I guess, and mm. then reconnect with the blimp. It just reconnects, though? Well, does yeah, the like balloon just float, float off into space? Well, they, they've flown it off and then reconnected it to the blimp, like, in midair. Whoa. Don't some of the turtles sometimes sit on, like, turbines or something? Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. Hot turbines. <sighs> Hot turbines. They have I, shells, I mean, I guess the shells absorb the heat. Yeah, sure, that's good logic. <laughs> <laughs> They're bulletproof in the movie, recent movie, so they yeah. might as well be yeah. turbine heatproof. Sure, <laughs> in their crotches, <laughs> thick reptilian skin. I mean, they are cold blooded, so they need that heat anyway. Yeah. So. But don't you cook turtles to make turtle soup? <laughs> so maybe it's, maybe it's the mutant factor, maybe the, the mutagens. Mutant factor. Yeah. You just realized to put down here. Even Burn and a- Burn and April hate Irma because <laughs> they're just they're just like shut up, Irma. Go <laughs> and then in the next scene, the turtles they they turn to April for help, and she go, and Leo goes, "Oh right, thanks, thanks, April." And it's kind of like, "Oh right, thanks, April. Go away now." Yeah. <laughs> Don't interfere because you're just gonna get trapped again. Uh, the turtles. <laughs> Turn the, the tank's ice beam against it after the commercial break, and Leo convinces the others to save the frogs as they all escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, Worst mm-hmm. henchman ever. Mm-hmm. That's what Colin wrote from last week. I'm gonna just be I'm gonna be using Colin's words from now on out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Psy wins over the freeze tank's um cannon. Because mm. Raph the way they beat it is Raph throws one of his size. Yep. It knocks the cannon up. Like, oh, like fifteen feet into the air, and it starts shooting, a freezing building, the building. Yeah, yeah. then the the building melts, and the chunks land on the tank, causing the everybody get trapped inside. Yep. Okay. So um, standard logic, standard, logic. standard scientific logic about well, they gotta, physics. They got to keep this part moving because oh, the yeah. action happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. The turtles, yeah, they take the frogs back down to Splinter, who advises the turtles to thaw them out and talk with the frogs, and they all lay down arms essentially. This is great, because here Colin says, But Splinter, you raised us for a life of violence. (laughs) 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 So it's going against what he told him to do. Well, I mean, yeah. it was a chilling standoff, though. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I did not know which one to to go for there. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I've, I, I'm not gonna lie, I've grown to really love these frogs uh, in a mm. way that you know I would have never expected or remembered. And I want to write for them in some way <laughs> and let their voices be heard because I think they're great. One of the so. one of their like their characters, like quintessential lines, is after they get thawed out and that they, they the turtles lay down arms. They're just like. I'm so confused. <laughs> like, I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, I think we all know. I think sure. we all know. You guys want to be friends? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are right. Oh, you are right. Leo says, yes, ma- okay, Mr. Oh. Splinter, you are right. Yeah. Kind of a terrible line reading from our good friend, Cam Clark. Or, I mean, I don't blame Cam. I just think it's like, and he may have been directed that way too, but I mean, oh, yeah. Leonardo sucks. I'll say that. I'll scream it from the mountains until the yeah. day I die. Have you guys ever done karate though? Oh yeah. There's a lot of discipline the way you talk to your sensei. So maybe I think that's more. 
He's just trying to. He's remain. being very proper, very yeah. Hmm. That's true. So yeah. you are right, Daleks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank every, you, Jed. Every line is kind of like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the subtext. I think the, the subtext, subtext came okay. through. Yeah. Uh, you did karate though when you were a kid. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, I wasn't even a kid. I think I was in high school. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What uh, what uh what art form? Shornru. Shornru. Yeah, which focuses a lot on the snap action of. Ooh, it's a lot of defense. I mean, most I feel of like it's a lot of or just yeah, defense as a form of offense, right? Yeah, yeah. well, that's fair to say. Shonru, Shonru, talk to the hand. Shonru, Shonru. <laughs> how far? How many belts did you acquire? Oh, like one. Yeah, yeah, like one. White to what's the next one? Yeller, Yeller. Yeah, and then I got too busy with the uh, speech team. Yeah. And then I moved away for college. Words Whoa. are powerful, he found. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Words are awesome. You'll defend with your, with your tone, your yeah. text. And my yeah. memorized monologues. Wrapping up the episode now. The, the frogs return to Shredder. Wait, uh, do we skip over how Donatello pulled a Frank Underwood and broke the fourth wall? I feel like that's... Oh! <laughs> He did, and he did old Kevin Spacey on us right yeah. there. Where do I learn yeah. to talk like this? Well, I don't know. Where did you learn to look at the audience like that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I feel like they gave him the most fourth wall breaks. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't him, know. Him and then to, next is Raphael. Yeah. Because his, his little punchy asides kind of are fun. Mm-hmm. Mikey's too into the moment, and Leo's too expository. Nobody wants yep. to see Leo's dumb face anyway. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, Splinter advises the turtles. Uh, they leads them into a trap at Stonewall Prison, and when they get the drop on Shredder, uh, Hoffman attacks, and basically Shredder, Bebop, and Rocksteady use a new holograph machine, which just looks like a glowing orb, yeah, uh, to cloak themselves as Hoffman's like soldiers and escape. It's weird. I just watched an Adventure Time episode this past week oh. where a glowing orb. Like, this stuff is weird. It's awesome and it's weird, but, like, Finn or Jake, I think Finn... Finn is the boy. Hmm. And Jake, his dog, got bitten by a lumpy, and so he started to get lumpy, and they had to go to lumpy space. And in order to antidote and, like, get himself back to looking normal and not lumpy, he had to sit on this orb. Oh. Not dissimilar from the orb that transformed, and it was transforming him back to his shape. Uh. Crazy. I'm just say, I'm just putting it out there. Similarities exist. What mm. this orb has been doing stuff all throughout time. <laughs> I find it interesting that this 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 orb can change the appearance of even Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah. and yet they've never used it to just you know hang out around town. <laughs> they just they're just you know bumming around. Oh, I want to go up and play in the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go on a date on Match.com, but I better put on my orb <laughs> first. <laughs> well, I mean, they, have, they don't have the, the sharpest intellect, so I could see Bebop is like, you know, disguising himself as a little kid and going to arcades just to be around other kids his own age. <laughs> his own mental age? His own mental yeah. age. Sure. <laughs> oh, I love the Ninja Turtle standing arcade. He's trying to play Cruising USA. <laughs> it's me and you. Right now, my feet don't, don't reach. Uh, <laughs> Cruising US. I think I had that on Nintendo 64. Did you? Cruising uh, World. I had Rush. Rush, too. San, San Francisco, Francisco Rush, Rush was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. The frogs help the turtles escape. 
got to cut, cut back to that. Sorry. Because <laughs> yeah. This is no, one it's of good. The it's good. In, in the, the episode is when it's just watching. I think it was Rasputin. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Old poop face takes out his bow and arrow, <laughs> and just he's just like, "Ah, oh, we need to escape." He just pulls out an exploding tip arrow and just shoots it at the ground, <laughs> at the ground directly in, in front, front of, of him. him. Just blows a hole. Doesn't right... blink. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't doesn't even like oh take cover or anything. It's just like what? I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna blow a hole in the ground. Gonna... <laughs> it's the same logic as you know, badasses in films don't look at explosions. They just walk away from him. He just blows <laughs> holes in the ground in front of him. Doesn't look at it. Yeah. Oh, I bet the construction crew would have been pissed. <laughs> like, like ah, somebody blew a hole in the ground. I gotta fix it. <laughs> there goes your tax dollars. Well, I think it was an abandoned prison. Luckily, it was an abandoned prison. Okay. So they'll probably just tear it down anyway. Uh, or make yeah. a hospital out of it. Oh. <laughs> that place has got to be haunted. Yeah, yeah, by now. Well, it's about to be filled with mutant gas. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I don't know how they got mutant gas. Well, Jed, you told us your uh, your compound and your uh, method for making. How do you make mutant gas again? Uh, <laughs> it is a number three at Taco Bell. <laughs> Aged over how much time? About forty-five Thir- minutes. Yeah, <laughs> give or give or take a forty-five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you use a soda? Is there a particular uh, uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast? Bam, 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 bam. Of course, of course. <laughs> Exclusive to the Taco Bell. <laughs> one chalupa, and one Baja Blast, and it's mutant gas all day. <laughs> Santa Fe style. Oh my god. <laughs> Brought uh, to you by Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man. Okay, let's just wrap up the episode. Okay. The turtles, show the frogs. <laughs> show them the way back to Florida. And even get them a pizza for the road, which the frogs graciously reject. Yes. Uh, <laughs> graciously, really? They're just like, we don't like that. And run up the We door. don't like pizza. We've been ex- we've existed for 24 hours. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you said pizza. We thought you meant enslavement. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they did hand them the map to the Underground Railroad to get back home. They're escaping their master shredder. We haven't really spelled this out for you, but there's just... Oh, it is so, so heavy into the slavery aspect. One of them carried a whip as a weapon. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to call out Django Unchained here or anything, but let's be real. I just... Yeah, and Colin says, what the f- What the F? Racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's not wrong. I was like, what, were they trying to slip one by? It couldn't have been uncommon. Like, they couldn't have been not trying to do that He as had a writer called a master. I, I'm telling you, dude. And he didn't say master, said massa. <laughs> it was really borderline racist. Master Shredder knows bass. Yeah. I wanted to give them frog reparations right there. Yes. <laughs> I felt bad. Oh, gosh. I wish this episode's like dirty, dirty quality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it pretty much is. It is the most horrible thing we, we could have watched. But yeah. it was, as children, we're like, cool, punk frog. <laughs> yeah, of course we didn't see it. But now, as like a semi-literate adult, I, I can identify racism when I see it. Who's who's our writer on this one? I'm calling you out. Michael Reeves. Michael Reeves. Michael Reeves. We are going to shame you publicly. <laughs> I feel like that's about as much as I can accomplish at the moment. But I'm calling you out. All right, wrapping up. Why was this the best episode of Ninja Turtles ever made? Because <laughs> uh, I learned that Florida has an underground railroad. Yeah. <laughs> in the late 80s, early 90s. That leads directly to New York. Mm-hmm. All right. That is my favorite part. Fair enough. <laughs> you want to go last or me? Oh, no, I'll take it. I, 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 I will say for 
any misgivings in voice direction or in writing. I love, I absolutely love all the qualities about the punk frogs. So the fact that we were introduced to them here is why I think it's the best episode. Okay. Yeah. You love those frogs. I love the frogs too. But I think my reason, and this was something I was going to say at the very end of the actual episode, but this wraps it up perfectly, is uh, the last image of Splinter is his no is knowingly racist glare. <laughs> like, he, he, he just sees all the racism that's happened, and he just kind of glares at this at the screen at you. Yes, He's like, yes, this happened. I'm not proud of it. I'm, I'm very <laughs> mad about it, but I can't say anything because the episode's over. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't want to get fired. <laughs> Oh man, I remember that glare. Yep. And I think you wrapped I think you I think you voiced all of his feelings in that one last little bit. El- so eloquently. <sighs> Thank you, Jed, for coming in. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your chemical secrets of your mutant guests. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can also try it with uh, nachos from seven eleven, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Or any of the food shaped objects the ho- there. Hot dogs and sausages. Yeah. Didn't I have mutant gas after uh, we stopped at 7-Eleven on the way to the Kiss concert that one time? Absolutely, you did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that mutant gas. It's still lingering in a car somewhere. Did you start a mosh pit and nobody wanted to go in? <laughs> oh, well, we were luckily in, in seats, like, way up. I mean, we were nowhere near the stage, but we had great we had great seats in, like, the... Uh, yeah. Like the reserve areas and stuff. It was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. Forever thankful for that. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Anytime. Yeah. Well, if you've enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Please let your friends, loved ones, and enemies know uh, <laughs> by leaving us a review or some stars on iTunes. Uh, or if you got questions and corrections of your own, please email us, as we said, at the turtlecompodcast at gmail.com. Dot com! Anything else? If you are an artist and want to make turtle and uh, turtlecom inspired art, do so. We'd love to see it. It'd be fun. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, we're yeah, we got a few more episodes before the the end of our this season, and uh, hopefully a few more surprises before then. Yep. Uh, otherwise, stay tuned for episode nine of season two next next two weeks from now. Uh, yes. And uh, we will see you here then on the every other Tuesday turtle. We will see you next time <laughs> on our every other turtle Tuesday type schedule. Yep. Have a good night or day. <laughs> Or midnight. Or noontime. You go away now. (laughs) (laughs) Americans love Instagram. You didn't, Bummer. you didn't get attacked by a temple guard and led no, to the hidden temple? No, I wish. I want to be Kurt Fogg. Kurt Fogg. <laughs> like, I want to be him. And inspire a whole new generation of explorers. I wanted to be Mike O'Malley from Guts. Yes. Let's go to Mo for the official results. Mo! <laughs> the most angry ref. Let's go to Mo. <laughs> yeah. The most angry official in all of TV, like, game shows. Whatever happened to Mo? Yeah. Like, Fine, Mike. 
I'm. I know. I wanted to be a professional actress, but here I am being a ref on a television. Whatever happened to Moira Quirk? Yes. What happened to her? Well, let's see if we can't get her on Turtle Con. There we go. <laughs> Fly her in from her home in Florida. <laughs> uh, no, I'm cool. I'm gonna, what was I'm this donut that. place you went to yesterday? Or I saw. Oh my god! Your it was face a bonkers. Yeah, it was the fulfillment of destiny, is what it was. Um, mm. Mm. So you guys both know I'm the Donut King, and I'm gonna keep the one. You went to the one in Eagle Rock, right? I did. I finally went to Donut Friend. I just I, went to Voodoo in Portland, like. A week and a half ago. I'm back in Portland next weekend. <laughs> Get it. Um, you have to next time you go to Portland, you have to go to Pip's Original Donuts, though. They're, I heard that. Yeah, they my friend the, said that was really good too. Yeah, they are the superior donut stand um, wow. in the world. Is that the one that has the the salt salty bacon donut or what? Or they what? they might do that. They, they have, have a weird a, one. They have a seasonal one. They have a Nutella and sea salt kind mm. of. Yeah, like drizzle. a sea salt thing. Okay, it's really good. They have a, like a. And of course, because they're Portland esque, they use everything local except for the Nutella. It's yeah. locally purchased. <laughs> There's also a place they have meat ice cream. Ooh, I haven't had that one yet. Yeah, you gotta try the meat ice cream. <laughs> it's actually just frozen blended meat. <laughs> Where's that ground chuck, Cindy? Give me the carne asada ice cream. Stop. Oh, God. We have a medium well meat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> what, you guys actually started to cook it and stopped and then pureed it into ice? Um, no, but Donut Friend's really, really good, and you should go if you have an opportunity. Yeah. Um, because this is the best I'll create part. an opportunity. Screw work. Speaking of creating, it's... I went there expecting to just get a donut, and I did, but they will make a donut with the ingredients and stuff they have, it's almost like a subway of donuts. Yeah. Whoa. So they have sliced glazed cake and other donuts um, that you can just kind of dress up however you Jared want. Jared Fogel's other business. <laughs> <laughs> How did he get put the way back on? Back yeah. up there. <laughs> Is that his last name? Is that Fogel? Jared Fogel? I don't think I it. hope so. <laughs> well, well, am I thinking of the kid from Superbad? <laughs> Shut up, Fogel. It's... Yeah. <laughs> Let me yeah. see if I have any internet here. I don't know if his first name was Jared, because yeah. they just called him Fogel. Subway. You are absolutely correct, Am sir. I right? <laughs> you are. Wow. Right there. Look I think at... I just remember the commercials. Whoa. <laughs> I wonder if they Look named Look how fat that. he was. Oh, man. He was several people. <laughs> well, I wonder if they named that character after Jared Fogel. Uh, the Fogel from Superbad. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> wouldn't it wouldn't it make all the sense in the world? He wow. kind of looks like thin Jared Fogel when you think about it. Like a kid yeah, he kind of does. <laughs> those big just ate a whole watermelon lips. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, two hundredth anniversary of our nation's national anthem coming up. Really? Tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Is that F. Scott Fitzgerald? Uh, Francis Scott Key. Francis Scott Key. <laughs> Why did I think of Scott Fitzgerald? Because he's he also a composer. Oh, okay. Uh, no, he's books. not. He's a writer. He's yeah. a book. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's a writer. I know that. Um, Shitty American history guy. <laughs> Make it stuff up. We're yeah. having a, that podcast in a week and a half. So we if you, should. If you can come back. Oh, yeah. Well, come back. I can destroy all of America's... <laughs> Dates and facts. <laughs> Tell me more about the uh, the Industrial Revolution of the Americas. Well, the railroad <laughs> system was put together by Kurt Cobain uh, one night. <laughs> 300 years ago. Um, our nation isn't even necessarily that old yet. Is it? No, it's not. It's really not. No. no. <laughs> 
if I was to give one of those explanations, every single one of my stories would include the doctor somehow coming <laughs> in his TARDIS and upsetting the balance of everything.